Poppycock. Poppycock. I can't talk too long. I gotta poo. Am I alright? That was hysterical. Poppycock. Poppycock. I am not a stalker. I am a fan, Leah. You're being so mean. Like Hunter's wife. Moose is in the house. Moose is in the house. Watch out. Watch out. Here's Moosey. Poppycock. I am not a stalker! Welcome to another episode of Horror for Dummies. We are the podcast that comes to you every week that teaches a thing or two to the dumbest little guy about the genre we love. This week's lesson is The Fanatic. But before we do anything, my name is Tim, and let me introduce you to the dummy himself. His name is Daniel. You don't get an adjective this week, dick. Oh. <laughs> Rough. Yeah. Uh, with us, with us, sorry to cut you off. No, that's with okay. Us, I was going to say my words, but oh, sorry. I, don't, I don't have any yet. <laughs> you just wake up. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> with us, we have two guests who I'm big fans of. Lance Langford from The Horror Returns and Kevin Nez from the Mac Nez podcast. How are you guys? I'm good, man. man. How are you guys doing? (laughs) (laughs) I'm in quarantine. I'm in quarantine. What about you guys? Yeah, so what's the deal? Lance, what's the deal with you in in Texas with this quarantine shit? It's it's interesting in Texas because we're kind of like one of those live free or die states, kind of like New Hampshire is. Where we'll be, we'll be goddamned if the fucking government's gonna tell us what to do, type thing. So <laughs> there's a lot of um, there's a lot of going about and doing our business, but it's kind of interesting. Um, you know, a lot a lot of people are being pretty smart about it. Most people are doing the right thing. Uh, I notice when you're when you're out in public, a lot of people do either wear a mask or a bandana now, and mm-hmm. I think that's not really to protect yourself so much as to um, you know if you have it, you don't realize you have it, you don't want to cough all over somebody. You know, so people seem to be pretty level-headed about it for the most part. But, uh, you know, most of us are working from home right now. Um, essential businesses are open, which would be basically grocery stores and uh, and drug stores and things like that. And restaurants are doing uh, curbside service or delivery, and that's about it. But uh, it's not the it's not the end of the world. We'll be, you know, we'll be back to going to conventions and stuff like that. But I know Nez just got kicked in the nuts. Uh, for one of his summer activities. Am I right, Nez? Yeah, this whole uh, deal just threw a wrench in my summer. Now i got to rearrange my vacation days. Uh, San Diego Comic-Con International here in, uh, in, in America, in California, state that I live in, uh, got canceled. I mean, we knew it was going to get canceled. It was only a matter of time when they officially announced it because... Uh, the sister convention, WonderCon, that takes place in Anaheim, California, basically right across the street from Disneyland, that got canceled on us. Uh, Emerald City Comic Con in Seattle got canceled, and uh, our Texas Frightmare that uh, Lance and I go to with the rest of the gang got canceled, and it got rebooked. But I'm not—I don't even know what's happening with all that. But yes, yeah, Comic Con's a bust, so. Mm. Uh, I'm just going to cry in July. Yeah, I saw that. (laughs) 
it it sucks, man. I know everything that you love. I mean, like for me, WrestleMania wasn't cancelled, but it wasn't WrestleMania for me. Um, so all yeah. these yeah. all these things we look forward to every, all, all year is uh, just yeah not working out the way we wanted to. I know. I'm just gonna have to stay home and play video games all the time. Ugh. <laughs> God uh, forbid, right? Uh, Tim, um, yeah. as far as WrestleMania, I mean, what I mean, we knew what it was gonna be like. But what did you think of the uh, Cena and the Fiend match, as well as Taker and AJ? Oh, man. Um, everyone seems to be praising those two matches. And, okay, start with the Undertaker and AJ Styles match. The uh, What was it called? The Boneyard match, I think. Yeah. Um, it was interesting. I didn't really, I didn't really know if I'm on board with the whole cinematic style matches that they do. Um, I mean, I appreciate what they tried to do, but it's not a match I'm going to go back to and rethink like Shawn Michaels versus Undertaker. Um, the Cena versus Bray Wyatt match, I was really looking forward to that, but that confused the hell out of me. I didn't know what I was watching, and and I had a I had a bet on that match. Um, I had money on that match, and when it was all over, I'm like, uh, so do I win the money or or what? Because I voted for Bray Wyatt to win, and I did win the money, but yeah, it was very strange how they did it, um, and I don't really know if I really wanted them to do another match like that, but what did you think? Uh, Taker and AJ, I mean, we, we knew we were going to get the American Badass Undertaker, which was cool. Mm-hmm. haven't seen that in a long time. Yeah, but uh, it was cool that there were actually it was basically just a fight. I mean, that was cool. Um, I, I always feel bad when they drag a taker out there because he's just he just loses his steam within a few minutes. Uh, yeah. At least with this full production, they, he was able to at least rest and then okay action and do and and continue. But uh, it was okay. I mean, I was like, all right, whatever. Don't ever do this again. But yeah, it was still <laughs> cool. But as as far as Cena and the Fiend, yeah, I'm with you. I didn't know what was going on, and I mm. was like, uh, okay. But I did get a little excited when the the Doctor Thugonomics appeared. Um, but I don't, I don't know. I, I couldn't even tell you what happened in any of that. It was just like maybe I wasn't high enough to get it, but uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I didn't like that one at all. I would never go back to that one. Yeah, I agree. I will say that the the one glimpse of hope with the the Undertaker AJ Styles match is that I've heard rumors that they are planning to to do another type of match like that, but with Sting and Undertaker. Which I mean, if that's the only way I can get, get a Sting and Undertaker match, I'll take it. But yeah, I'll uh, I thought he I'll save the judgment. He did, but you know what? Edge retired nine years ago or ten, uh, 11 years ago, and he came back. So yeah, but Edge hope. isn't like 84. True, true. But the way they do these matches, it's very possible that they could do a Sting Taker match because it's okay. not just a one full match. Um, in in full speed, it's it's uh, you can cut and do counter angles and stuff like that. So it's very much like a oh, so it's like, like a more movie. cinematic now. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So why was the Wyatt? And um, whoever won, so weird. Much. Yeah. Um, it, could you know, not I, see I, him? No. <laughs> it was. Um, I did the it, hand, but you can't see. 
it was I can't even explain what it was like. It was basically like a bunch of skits put together. Okay. And yeah, it was just I wouldn't even call it a match. It was just very strange. I mean, I, I know it had like this was hidden meaning. Sorry? Was there a pin and stuff? Ye- uh yeah, I think there was. Was there Nez? A pin? <laughs> Okay, um, I don't remember, man. It was it was like oh, just yeah. bouncing all over the place. So I was like, "What's happening?" Next thing you know, ah, right, and that's it, and on to the next match. I was like, uh, "Okay." Yeah. Um, I, I dude, I don't even remember. It was that forgettable because I don't know what what was happening. Yeah, <laughs> sounds <Yeah>. riveting. <laughs> I mean, watch it and <laughs> I'm good and judge it for yourself. <laughs> but yeah, I I couldn't even tell you. What happened? So that's saying a lot. Okay. Um, okay, so we are here to review the movie The Fanatic, and this is a movie that, yeah, <laughs> as much as I would love to talk about <laughs> wrestling all day, we do have a movie to talk about, and it's a movie that I've been wanting to review for a long time, and I, I couldn't just do it with, with me and Daniel. I needed I needed Nez, and you I needed said I wasn't Lance. enough. Yeah. <laughs> I needed you guys to come on because Lance, you've been very vocal with your thoughts on on the fanatic, and um, Nez, I heard you on the on the horror returns with your thoughts on the fanatic, and this is a movie that I've I've read a lot of reviews on this movie, and a lot of people are saying that it is known as one of the best worst movies of all time and some people even compared it to the movie the room um i did I've, as a matter of fact <laughs> so i've never seen the room um so just tell me quickly because i enjoyed the fanatic would i enjoy the room a- absolutely man yeah. it's uh yeah. it's a it's a film that was directed by a guy that thought he was directing a masterpiece and and that could describe either of these two films <laughs> Wow. Leave it at okay. that. <laughs> Too stupid but, to realize um, that what he made was a piece of shit. <laughs> we are going to argue, my friend. Um, all right. Well, let's just jump into it, unless you want to talk about anything else before we get into the fanatic. Everyone good? Uh, That's up yeah, to you guys, no, man. I'm good. All right. <laughs> all right. Feature presentation. And now for our feature presentation. It's a pleasure to meet you, Mr. Dunbar. Is Hunter Dunbar here tonight? I need to get an autograph. Don't let him do this to me. I'm a fan. I'm a number one fan. Is it difficult to find famous people's houses? I use my star map app. You have to be careful. I don't want you to be accused of stalking. Hey, you can't just come to my private residence looking for me. Listen, pal, I don't know how you found me, but I don't ever want to see you in this neighborhood again.
out of your mind. So the Fnatic from 2019. This one comes at a 4.3 out of 10 on IMDb, which is too what? low in my opinion. <laughs> the story generous. is generous. Oh, <laughs> generous. oh no! <laughs> All right. The story is a rabid film fan stalks his favorite action hero and destroys the star's life. This stars John Travolta as Moose, Devon Sawyer as Hunter Dunbar. Uh, Anna Golger as Leah, Jacob Grodnick as Todd, James Paxton as Slim, and yes, that is Bill Paxton's son. No kidding. Yeah, I found that out. Um, And is directed by Fred Durst, who we know and we love as the lead singer of one of the greatest bands ever, Limp Bizkit. (laughs) Yes, who we know as the lead singer of Limp Bizkit. Correct. (laughs) All right. I'm I'm not I'm not going to I'm not going to um keep it any longer. We're just gonna go round for round. Tell me your first thoughts of when you first saw this movie. So uh, Lance, we'll go with you first. Oh, I um I, I had to see this movie because I'd heard so many things about it uh, on different podcasts. Mm-hmm. So I listen to a lot of movie podcasts, and they're not always uh not always horror movies. You know, I have listened to the binge cast where they talk about pretty much everything. Yeah. And it's like everybody was talking about this film. And I was like, I have got to see this movie. And as a matter of fact, um, several podcasts were talking about this film a year before it was made. Um, really? the mid, uh, yeah, the Midnight uh, the midnight Horror Show, which is now the movie and hip-hop show. <laughs> they change their name all the time. But <laughs> they, were talking, they were talking about it a year before it came out. You know, can you believe Fred Durst is directing a movie? How how good is it going to be? How bad is it going to be? I can't believe it. He's actually going to direct a film, you know. So uh, there was a lot of anticipation built up on my part. And I have to say, uh, I was I, I was not disappointed. <laughs> I was not. Uh, oh, God, I, it's <laughs> it, it's so hard to describe because this is one of those movies that's like, uh, again, as we talked earlier, The Room, it, you've got a director that, that that's making a movie that they think is a masterpiece, and I think this was the same type of thing. I honestly believe that Fred Durst thought that he was making a great, suspenseful horror movie here, and using with I think he thought he scored an A-list actor <laughs> with John Travolta, but this is not the John Travolta of the late 70s, early 80s. This is a completely different John Travolta, and there's a big elephant in the room that I really don't think I want to spoil yet because it's has to do with the way the, the movie ends. But let's just suffice it to say, I don't know too much about Los Angeles. I mean, Nez, you're a California guy. Do they not have forensics people at all, period, that even work <laughs> and do any research whatsoever on crimes? I mean, there's no logic. There's no rhyme or reason. This is This is possibly worse than John Travolta's role in Battlefield Earth. It's 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 Ooh. neck and neck. It's really neck and neck. I mean, the guy fell so far from grace when he did that piece of shit. Take he came back. He, he he actually came he actually came back with pulp fiction, as we all know, mm-hmm. and 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 was loved again for a little while, but I, I don't know what happened. I have no idea how this film got made. 
I have no idea who thought this was a good idea. Ooh, I have no idea who would have put the money up for this. Fred uh, I just, I'm, I'm completely flabbergasted that this thing ever made it to film. And it's just, it's one of those weird things that you might only get a movie like this every 20 or 30 years. I don't think we're going to see another one that quite fits this description for that amount of time again. Which is a shame. <laughs> uh, okay. I think I'll stick with I'll stick with good movies, man. I'll stick with A twenty four and and leave this fucking shit uh, to the side. <laughs> this There's a reason that it's streaming free on Prime, kind of like uh, the Mermaid Down movie that I told you about earlier. <laughs> oh, you got it for free? That's nice. <laughs> yes. Oh, you yeah. paid for it. Yeah, I paid twenty bucks for it. Wow. No. Australian, Stop which is like rented three fifty. American, I think. If the exchange Was that to right. rent it or to? Uh, no, I, I bought it. I buy all. I wow, everything that's available for the for the show, I'll buy. I think um, I think Tim might buy it from you. Which is. Uh, I, I definitely <laughs> will. I found a I found a review. I think you left on um IMDb. Me? Yeah, it's I have autism and I liked the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't John Travolta's son actually have autism? Am I uh, speaking? I don't know. I'm not sure. I thought I thought so. I thought his son was actually in real life. He had a special needs son or something. I don't know. Wow. Oh, he died. Yeah. He, the he, wife's he passed away. He, yeah. He died. Wow. Who, John John Travolta's son. Get even worse. Yeah. Oh shit. He passed away a few years ago. Oh shit. Oh. And was he retarded? He was retarded then? <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Take it easy. I thought we were talking about the movie. That is... Come on. <laughs> the views right. of Lance, everyone, are his and his only. <laughs> All right, Nez, uh, tell me your first thoughts. Where did you learn about this movie, and what did you, what did you, what are your first thoughts watching it? I heard uh, um, many different podcasts were talking about it. Uh, some of the movie boards that I read, news feeds, they were all talking about it and saying how bad it is. What the, it, pretty much what Lance was saying: What's John Travolta doing? Why did he stoop this low? And who is Fred Durst? Why does he think he can make movies? Uh, he needs to stick to music and. Uh, so I was like, whoa, is it that bad? I mean, I've seen, I mean, I've loved John Travolta. Uh, I met the man. He was awesome. Uh, uh, I got an autograph from him. Uh, actually, two. Um, and I was like, what? Is it that bad? So I was like, all right, whatever. So uh, I'm glancing these. I was on their show and they were talking about it. So I said, well, where is this? And someone said Amazon. Oh, all right, cool. So uh, I watched it on there, expecting it to be the worst thing I've ever seen. And when it was all said and done and it was over, I was like, this movie was good. I mean, I liked it. I mean, I liked it so much. I own it. I have the physical act. I just finished watching it again. Uh, I have the Blu-ray. And I was I was blown away on uh, his choice for this role. I mean, first of all, I know mean, John Travolta was was huge and then he kind of disappeared then he came back and then he kind of disappeared again but for all the john travolta films that i've seen and that i own i thought he did i thought he did a good job um 
I don't want to use the R word, but <laughs> I I knew he I know he was just a, a little a little slow and, and he wasn't um fully there, but he he was there enough to able to live on his own and and live his life. Yes, uh, I understand the whole fanatic thing, fanatic thing with with a lot of people. I mean, there is people out there that are like that that really um, just love be it a movie star or a music star. I mean. There is people out there. I've seen it personally with my eyes, uh, with going to cons and seeing how people flip out uh, over certain actors or musicians. But yeah, I really saw, felt for, for his character. We saw plenty of him at Frightmare. Yeah, yeah, but I I felt for him. Uh, and they also say it in the film, they said it, it, it's hard. Sometimes you don't want to meet your idols because mm-hmm. they can be assholes and uh, Hunter Dunbar turned out to be an asshole, but he, I, on for his defense, he caught him on the wrong day. He was having issues with his baby, his baby's <laughs> mom, mama, and had a lot of so days. it was like any of any of us would have would have snapped on someone at that point if you weren't in, in the right state of mind. But, uh, but in the end, when the, when it was said and done, and I didn't didn't even realize Fred Durst directed this, I was kind of like, wow, I was impressed. Um, they really didn't show the seediness of uh, of Hollywood, because Hollywood is they in my didn't opinion. Show the if anyone, Nez, dude, that's all they showed was no. the fucking seediness of Hollywood. <laughs> no, uh, if you if you've been to Hollywood, I mean, I've been going to Hollywood since I was a little kid. Uh, when I was a little kid, going there, it was wasn't as bad as it is now. Uh, okay. My brother lives down there, so every t- every time I go down there, we always end up on Hollywood Boulevard and walking around the- on there. But it's just every, other than every, the t- everyone tourists, there was a fucking scumbag. They beat up on him in a fucking bathroom and picked on him. <laughs> Come on, dude. That's that's what uh, the whole fucking that's movie another, was about. That, 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 that was. That was the issue I had. There ain't no public bathrooms in Hollywood, especially where you <laughs> was. So. Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I was big, like, I didn't buy bubble. that, but it, it's it's a place to visit. If you guys ever come to the states and and you want to see how everyone, I mean, you're a tourist, you're gonna you want to see Hollywood. Um, but it's I want to say the English it's not bubbies. somewhere where you want to. Yeah, <laughs> it's not something you where where you just you want to hang out. And I know there's a lot of people to hang out there. There's a, a lot of cool things. In Hollywood, on Hollywood Boulevard, especially when they're promoting movies, they really go for it. Uh, they actually had the full giant house uh, from It uh, before uh, Chapter One came out. That was down there. They, they really go for it. I remember when back in the uh, Jaws 3D days, they had the big, huge shark heads coming out of the billboards and all plastered oh, all on the side of the on the side of the um, the buildings. I mean, they the big Jaws heads were coming out of the billboard and they had a body in the mouth and i always thought that was amazing but uh especially during the godzilla when that last godzilla film came that one round theater i can't remember what it's called they had godzilla's head coming out of the top of it i mean they really go for it with these films down there some cunts went around tying balloons to crates when it came out of here that's yep. about it. <laughs> yeah. That's better than nothing, I mean, right? but I mean for but for for what the film was, man, I really enjoyed it. I mean, I thought um Fred Durst, I mean, he did try to catch that little bit of uh the little just 
the rudeness and crudeness of Hollywood. He did try to do that. I, I did like that. Uh, there's way more homeless people rolling around Hollywood Boulevard than they show uh, in the film. But um, overall, I really sorry about him screaming. I really enjoyed uh, John Travolta's his uh, his portrayal of Moose. Um, his haircut was awesome. His 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 uh, clothing <laughs> style was amazing. <laughs> Um, but I mean, I it took me a minute at first to is this John Travolta? And I mean, and, and of course it's going to come in my mind, and I'm sure it did with a lot of people. Like, is this what he stooped to to do roles like this? But in his defense, exactly we've never seen him do a role. We've we've never seen him do a role like this. That's why I really enjoyed this uh, this film. I liked what what he did. I did feel sorry for him until he he went haywire, but. I mean, overall, I I enjoyed the film from beginning to end. I mean, I loved it. Um, did he did he learn uh, nothing from Tropic Thunder Man? You never go full retard. Dude, I was thinking that the whole fucking time, like five minutes, and I was like, oh no, he did it. He went full retard. I mean, he did it overall. <laughs> uh, I mean, but overall, I mean, in the end, I mean, I said I I own this this movie and. I love it. If I would have saw this film before uh, we did our top 10 of East Society uh, of uh, 2019, this definitely would have been on my list. It would have been on the lower end, but I mean, I enjoyed it that much. I thought this was an awesome film. It made it onto my list for sure. (laughs) Not the right list, though. It was number one, dude. This was my number one movie of 2019. Yeah, of the worst. True. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, Daniel, I'm going to keep you last because I want I want to hear your thoughts. I'm just going to quickly jump in right now. Oh, I, I, I first home. feels like a sports carnival. <laughs> <laughs> I first heard about this movie. Okay, I heard about it. And I heard Fred Durst was directing it, and I was like, okay, cool. I'm I'm a big Limp Bizkit fan from way back, and uh, I, I still like him. And I'm proud to say that. Um, and I heard about this movie. Actually, I heard from um, Alan Chacha, Alan Easterling. He, because this film was filmed in in Alabama, where he's from. Okay. And yeah, he um he he hated this film with a burning passion. He absolutely hated this film. He's so I ice. was really keen. <laughs> I knew I liked him. I was really keen to see. <laughs> I was really keen to see how bad this film is, and. From the moment it starts with the the narrative and all that stuff, I just love this film. I loved it. I I, I don't understand all the hate for this film. I, don't, I think John Travolta did a really good job on it. And story, I mean, the endings are annoying and confusing, but I just I just fell in love with this movie. I just followed the story. I was really invested with all of the characters. And we'll get into it more on on the characters, but I just I had a blast with this movie, and this movie ended up in my top four position in, in best of 2019, and it's a film that I can watch um, every night. I just I just enjoy it from start to finish. I think the pacing's great. This movie just runs perfectly for me. I never find it boring or anything like that. But yeah, I just I really really enjoy it. So I'll come in later with with reasons why I enjoy it and reasons why I think it's actually a really well well 
movie. But we'll come. I've been dying to hear your thoughts, and you've kind of given away your your thoughts on the movie. But I've tipped my hat a little. Now's your time. <laughs> <laughs> now's your time. You think about the fanatic. Um, fuck, bro. This is hot garbage. <laughs> it is hot not hot garbage. <laughs> well said. Well said. Well said. Come on. <laughs> truly awful. Uh, right. Yeah, Travolta goes full retard, which it, it just it feels. Uh, it feels. It feels like he's making a genuine attempt, which only kind of made me sadder. That made it even sadder. Yeah, <laughs> you hit the right. nail right on like, the head, man. I don't think he was trying to be offensive. No, I think he thought he was uh, up for an Academy Award or something, but yeah. he won a different type of award, as it turns out, at like, the end of the year. You, you guys are aware of this, right? He did win right. an yes. award for this performance. You've you've made you've made it very aware of me. Thank you, Lance. <laughs> what? <laughs> you've shown you've shown me many times what award it did win. Huh? Thank you for that. What award? Which award did he win? The Razzie. Help me out here, Tim. I forgot. <laughs> huh? That's fair. That's deserved. The what? The, the Academy the Razzie? Award? <laughs> when, what is a Razzie, Tim? What, what is it? It's like the, the worst award. It's the, it's the anti-Oscars. Worst film of the year. Yes, yeah. the the Golden yeah, yeah. Raspberries. <laughs> the Golden Raspberries presented every year. Cats cleaned up. They won about six of them. If that gives you any indication. Um, yeah. Don't forget so, to stop by the litter box if you're going to check out cats. I <laughs> didn't like anybody in this movie. Like, I didn't think any of the characters were real people. Uh, everyone's really? either stupid or awful. <laughs> like, as a person. Uh, like, even, like, his friend is just dumb. Why does she keep enabling him if she knows what he's like? She's terrible. She's the worst. Um, the, <laughs> she was a good friend. She, she was yeah, yeah. Not <laughs> very naive friend. Yeah, she like she got him into so much trouble. If she never told him about any of that shit, he would have been fine. He would have right. just been a Bobby. <laughs> um, right. <laughs> got like, beat up in the bathroom. Yeah, like I mean that all would have happened, but like. Maybe the no, not even not even the the wise old black man because he was he encouraged the violence as well. So <laughs> like yeah, no one's good. Also, rando chalk drawings for no I reason. Those yeah. were good. Okay, That's, I mean the so art fine. Oh, that was weird, huh? But they're pointless. Made no uh, sense. The, the plot is garbage. And I think maybe this is how Fred Durst sees his fans. Like, that's what well, I was kind of getting. Well, as, as idiots? Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. I can see that. I mean, apparently this is some events that happened to Durst. I don't think, obviously, to the extent that this movie goes. But apparently that's what I've read, that this movie is somewhat based on actual events. So... Maybe so he did like, have a crazy van. Like, I feel like he was writing him as a... He was trying to write him as a sympathetic character, 
and Travolta was trying to play him as a sympathetic character, but it all comes off as awful and like kind of offensive. Uh, kind of? Uh, it's pretty offensive. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. Like now, I feel bad if he's like based on his son or something. But yeah, like <laughs> maybe that's where his inspiration came from, right? Yeah, but like, oh man, there's so many. Oh man, my head. And then the ending. Yeah, true. Like, what the fuck? How'd that happen? <laughs> like, I don't understand. That was my only well, problem with this. Was the end. Your only <laughs> <Same> problem. <laughs> It was a masterpiece until the last hour and 29 minutes. And just the the shots were really just super mediocre, very bare bones. Yeah. And, but it had bare bones shots and too many cuts at the same time. It was very poorly edited. And and what's hmm. with pimp, what's with that scene where he's pimping his own music? Hey, Limp Biscuit, dude, man, when I was your age, I fucking loved these guys, so man, fucking, they're awesome. Oh, this, this is nice, this is nice. <laughs> well, he, I mean, was, he, he, was trying, he was trying to get reach with his son because at, from what we've seen, he hasn't really been there for his son at all, I mean, according to what his, uh, uh, the, his son's mom was saying. So, like, I mean, he doesn't know, he, I, don't, I don't know how often he sees them. But he figures, hey, this is something that I liked when I was a kid. So yeah, my son will like it. Yeah, but uh, everybody I don't think his son this did like Fred it. Durst movie. <laughs> I, I mean, no, okay. I, mean, I didn't. I didn't like the song they chose, but I agreed with with what he was trying to do. He was at least trying to be in touch uh, with his son. So but he could have picked any. Like, if he wanted to, like, he could have picked any any other band from that like from that era. And it wouldn't have been as wanky. And you would well, have no, kind of got like that he's He didn't want to have to pay for it. He, he could use his own <laughs> stuff for free. I, I guess. <laughs> Why wouldn't you want to self-promote yourself? It's it's hidden. So if you made a movie on would stone. You, <laughs> would like Succubus come on? And yes. Just, like yeah, fucking like sing it, get real into it. Alright, action. Like Yes, <laughs> exactly. I would do it a hundred percent. I would play songs from my old band. Yes. <laughs> Such a wank move. <laughs> It's not a wank move. It's such a wank move. <laughs> um, on, on that scene though, I, I've I've listened to every one of Limp Bizkit's albums. I did not recognize that song at all. Nez, do you know what song that was? Maybe. It was on one of those uh, one of those albums that just didn't have no hits on it. Um, the uh, the green the cover Biscuit one. Eat, eat I want to I want to say I want to say that one, but I'm not too sure. Someone's probably yelling it at us, but yeah, oh, it was God. one of those. One of those songs that just didn't didn't hit. I think the only songs that really hit were off the second and the third album. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I I don't know. Maybe he was just, hey man, this well, is a the song that's not getting any love. <laughs> <laughs> this is a song that ain't getting any love. Let me put it in my movie. Because I'm sure all his money think, went to John Travolta. <laughs> yeah, this, this is almost like the Behind the Blue Eyes movie. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just mm, Fred Durst, my life is so hard. He's my fucking magnum opus. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. On on this subject, Fred Durst, what are your thoughts on on Fred Durst as a person? Uh are you a fan of his music? Are you a fan of of him? Uh Lance, we'll go with you. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I actually, this it's kind of interesting that you would ask that because at that period of my life, I actually worked at a uh, at a record store, or actually, I, I it was a store that sold books, uh, all kinds of media, books, uh, CDs, DVDs, or VHS tapes. I think at that point we still had a few of those, but um, <sighs> it, at at that time that Limp Biscuit was around, you know, I, I listened to a lot of music because it was kind of like my job. I worked at a retail store that that sold music uh, yeah. during that time frame, and I, I was never a huge fan. I I, I really I, I was pretty pissed off about the fact that you you know you're trying to take. I, I thought he was trying to take uh, heavy metal and kind of mix it with rap or something like that. And there were some bands that did that pretty well, like Faith No More. But mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. I thought it just kind of for me it it, it fell flat. I thought it was Love a, a pretty pretty bad mixture of two different types of music. <laughs> Not a big fan. Nez, what about you? Um, uh, I was a fan before they got big. Uh, before they they took off. Um, I know that, yeah, that one. I was a fan before that album came out. Uh, oh, wow. They happened to just. Uh, one of my buddies knew the bass player, and he was like, "Oh man, you gotta watch this. my buddy's band. They're tough." And I was like, "Okay, cool." Uh, so we saw them play one night, and then I was like, "Man, these guys are good." Had no idea they were gonna blow up to what they, what they became. Yeah. Uh, I was a fan of the first three albums. I think after the, when the fourth one hit, and I was just kind of, I, I was just getting Fred Durst out because he was he, to me he seemed like he was full of himself, and no. when. Sorry. <laughs> and what and what <laughs> and what he was trying to do when he was trying to bully uh, uh, other bands to sign uh, with Interscope and everything, I, I was like, oh, yep. okay, come on. Um, I know he read that one band. Uh, what the hell were they called? I don't know. There was a band that he got. They didn't get very big either, but there was a band that he was trying to get. Hey, you guys need to come with us. If you don't, I'm going to ruin your career. Uh, they didn't need him to ruin their career because I don't even know what happened to them. But. <clears throat> <laughs> so I, I kind of like tuned out from with what he was trying to do, trying to be everywhere, uh, trying to be at the Playboy Mansion and just everywhere. He he appeared <laughs> everywhere where something was going on. So right. I kind of tuned out for a while. It's so like, hey, look at camera. <laughs> yeah, their, their stardom kind of dropped. They weren't playing big arenas and stadiums anymore. Maybe over in uh, in Europe they were playing uh, big big festivals, but here in America he started doing he started playing. Uh, little smaller gigs because the last time I saw him, he played in Nevada in this real hole in the wall uh, club, and it was a good show. I mean, um, Wes came back to the band, and they put on a good show. They did a lot of old stuff from the first album and pretty much all their hits. And uh, we were talking to him after the show, and he didn't. To, to me, I think he realized that hey, I'm not this big huge star anymore and he was like really cool he's like, yeah you guys want to hang out i mean because it was just us me my son and a couple other guys and there wasn't like a ton of people surrounding him he didn't need security uh he seemed like right. a cool guy just that one time when i met him he seemed like he was a real mm-hmm. cool guy but but i think at their when they peaked and he probably couldn't go in there without everyone mobbing him um mm-hmm. i think he he did kind of realize that hey i'm i'm just uh, i'm just a guy but um I mean, he's cool now. I mean, I'm, after after talking to him and everything, I thought he was really cool and he was really down to earth. But um, I thought he did a good job with uh, with what he did with this film. Um, but I, mean, I don't know if they're still doing music. I know they still pop up every now and then. He just did a commercial for, I don't know, something. And so I'm like, huh, maybe he needs money for his next film. 
but I think they stopped doing I don't music know. after I'm... Chocolate Starfish, but that's just personally. Uh, yeah, I think that's they they lost me after that album. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, so but now, yeah, so I, now, I still listen now's... to the old the old stuff. Yeah, yeah. Now's, uh you think he might have found some humility then, huh? Uh he probably got uh, humbled by somebody uh, like, hey, okay. you you're not as big as big as you think you are. I right. don't know if that's true or not. Maybe I I maybe something like that happened. Maybe. Cause he was going around acting like his his shit didn't stink for the longest. And then, uh, <laughs> That's one way to put it, huh? <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I think he just someone kind of like, hey man, you're not um, as awesome as you thought you were. But I mean, he's he's still out there doing it. I, I don't know if his band is still together, but he's still trying to stay in the spotlight. But not as bad as he was, especially during the '90s where you saw him everywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Luffy, Limp Bizkit, fan or not? Um, like, guilty pleasure, really. Um, mm-hmm. Especially the first three. Like, I totally had $3 bills, Significant Other, and Starfish. Mm-hmm. Um, also, just, like, the, like, Blink days and shit when they come on and stuff. Yep, yep. Um, oh, Blink was, like, a club in Sydney we used to go to. Heavy metal um, club. Like, it was cool. Uh, and I liked them back in the day, but I was also like a fucking fifteen-year-old idiot. So, <laughs> like, it were you of... running around with a red ball cap backwards? <laughs> Almost. <laughs> really cool. Um, but yeah, like angry little fucking angsty kid being like, yeah, this guy gets it. <laughs> um, but yeah, not so much now. But See, for me. Yeah. <laughs> For me, I, I was the kid that, that wore the, the red backwards hat and and still <laughs> I still am today. But uh I'm more I, the kid in the makeup than the red hat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I um I love rap metal. I love that style of music. Really? Um, and lip- yeah. See, to yeah. me to me it just doesn't seem to mesh right, unless it's done exactly perfectly. Like I said, Faith No More, I thought they did a really good job of it. But other than that I I don't know, man. It just to me, it's like Freddie's nails on a chalkboard in a particular <laughs> movie that, uh, that that you that you know what I'm talking about, Tim. I do that horrible piece of shit. Freddie's dead. <laughs> um. <laughs> man, you you said hella good on that one, didn't you? No, only the first three were. No? After that, after oh, Dream War, after Dream Warriors, it went downhill. It, it kind of <laughs> came up a little with uh, New Nightmare, but then it went back downhill. Okay, <laughs> but um, no, I, look, I, I like Limp Bizkit. I always have. I've um, I've bought all of their albums. Gold Cobra was the last one they brought out, which, uh, yeah, it's 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 no Chocolate Starfish, but there are some songs that are alright. And there were plans, uh, from them for them to release a new album that's been, as I far as I know, in production since 2015 or something like that. Um, but. I, I will support Fred Durst and Limp Bizkit. I'll always get all their albums when they come out. I I, just, I don't find it as a guilty pleasure, but I just enjoy their music. And look, Fred Durst, this is not his first directing job. He's done other movies. Really? Um, the Education of Charlie Banks was his... Never heard of it. Neither have I, but it stars Jesse Eisenberg. <laughs> and... <laughs> okay, so... 
So he spends a lot of a lot of money on cast or what? I don't know, but I think that movie a lot of money to burn. Probably yeah. that that movie's got a six point six out of ten on IMDb. Okay. And then he well, did another, that's that's pretty good. It's not bad for IMDb. Mm. And then he's got uh-huh. another movie called The Long Shots, which stars Ice Cube. So what? Yeah, and that's got a five point four. I haven't heard of any of these. Neither have I, but uh, it, it looks like a PG family movie starring Ice Cube, so you know what that's going to be like. Oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Are we Comedy there yet drama sports thing, huh? film. <laughs> and he's, he's got another movie coming out. It's in development right now. It's called Have No Shame, which is a drama. Uh, he didn't write it, okay. so who knows what it will look like. But... So it might not be as terrible. <laughs> right. It might actually be decent, <laughs> <laughs> maybe i i okay fuck it we're gonna go into it now wait a minute uh, i'm like uh, hold on hold on you got me interested i'm, I'm yeah. on imdb now yeah and um one of one of the credits that i see as director is yeah and i hope this there's no pun intended here but i'm sure there is it says fred durst sex tape and then in parentheses it says short <laughs> huh huh <laughs> I, I I'm looking at it right now. Was that his debut? You're watching, you're watching the sex tape right now. No 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 no. I'm on IMDb looking at looking at the thing. I I would I would want to see Fred Durst fuck. He's getting an ass roll. <laughs> I wonder if it's on Pornhub. What? You can look it up on Pornhub. You know Pornhub is free, by the way. Let me do a public service announcement. My <laughs> understanding, my understanding is that Pornhub is free. During the quarantine, have you guys heard this? Yeah, I signed up. You signed yeah, up. It always okay. free. You're ahead of me then. No, no, premium's free. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'd rather, I'm fine. I'm fine with the free part. Yeah, yeah. If I it's, mean, it's free, always free, free, but you can like I'm... sign up to premium for free. Thanks, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I'm... I don't need the premium. I'll settle with the the the, the rugged <laughs> and rough ones. <laughs> hey, Nez, I'm sure Brian's already signed up, dude. He even signed up for the free trial of Quibi. <laughs> I don't know about that. I'll leave I'll that up to the Theo. I'll yeah, stick right. to my tube, Kitty. <laughs> All right. Uh, let, let's let's break the film down as to why we do or do not like it, and um, and I'll go first. Um, if that's alright. Uh, I love films about bullies and bullies getting their up. Upcomings. Um, films such as The Karate Kid, Carrie, Mean Girls. And I'm not saying that The Fanatic is in that ballpark. I no. just, I like, the, <laughs> I like the story of this movie. And the thing that I like the most about this movie is you don't know who to root for. No, I mean, you got Hunter Dunbar. <laughs> you got Hunter Dunbar, who I can see why he's bothered by this crazed fan, but he's such a dick. And then you've got Moose, the character of Moose, who, who <laughs> is very cro- um, crossing the line. Actually, no, he fucking nuked the line. Uh, <laughs> great, great line, great line. But um, <laughs> but you're meant to feel sentimental for the character of Moose, but at the same time, you can't because like you look at real life events such as Dimebag Daryl. And things like that, and you don't know what people are yeah, capable of. Good point. Good point. And that's what mm-hmm. that's what I thought while watching it. Like, I kind of felt for Hunter Dunbar because he's probably thinking, I don't know what this guy has. Um, and the scenes when 
Moose is, is pulling out the vest out of his bag and Hunter Dunbar kind of takes a step back thinking, fuck, he could have a gun on him or a knife. Or, or a something. bomb, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. So there was times where I was very um, switchy with, with who I was rooting for and what character I, I liked. Um, for me, this movie, the tension in this movie is very strong. I mean, you have the scene where Moose is, is in Hunter's house and the whole time I was on the edge of my seat going, shit, is he going to get caught or what's going to happen to him? Um, so the tension for me really worked for this film. Um, the art design, I, you guys brought it up about the, the drawings and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I liked it. I thought it, it, it broke up the movie really well and, and kind of gave a bit of a, a breath between scenes. It was a bit strange <laughs> and a bit weird, but... What's what's wrong with something different? You know, not all films have to work the same way. Um, so I kind of I kind of liked it. It was different. You, you go on. <laughs> all right. <laughs> if if it's meant to break up acts or scenes or whatever, like yeah. they don't do it till like almost the end, and then they just do it twice again. Like they do one at the start, and then they sort of do one about like two thirds of the way through, and then another one. So, yeah. it, like, it didn't feel like it was breaking up anything. It felt like they just had them and they just put them in. Yeah. Like, it didn't space so you, anything out. It didn't really indicate anything. Like, it was just, they were just there. So, you felt they were just put there because, oh, well, yeah. something different. I think so. I don't yeah. think it added anything, but personally. I don't know. I just, I felt like... I felt, to me, it was just kind of breaking up the movie a little bit. Because um, th- a lot of this movie was very tense for me. And okay. I was on the edge of the seat. And then when the drawings come up, I could, like, kind of lay back and be like, okay, get my mindset about what's to happen next. I was just like, what is Tim that- doing now? <laughs> it's not me. <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone else want to elaborate on the, on the, on the drawings? Not I took really. it. I didn't, I didn't see a point to it, so... Yeah. I took it as those were his thoughts. Because because they usually okay. came after can something something that was going on in the scene, like the, the, the time when he was choking the guy. Or, or even going to the very, very last uh, artwork. I loved how it, how it looked. It was like um, uh, a chalk drawing. I mean, how, how he mm-hmm. felt at the, at the very end of the film. Like, he... All this craziness happened, and he got hurt, but he still kind of was like himself and everything. But, I mean, I just took it as it was all in his head. Maybe that's why they drew him all crazy looking, looked like a little kid drew it and everything. But, yeah. I mean, I thought it was awesome. I, I enjoyed it. I wish they did did more between each scene, or not between every scene, but uh, a few more. I mean, but I guess they did enough to, to get the point across on what they were trying to do with the artworks. But I really enjoyed those. It, it was kind of like, whoa, what's this? Uh, when the first one came on. And then I was like, all right, cool. Mm-hmm. But as the movie went on, the popped up a few more. So, yeah, that, that's how I took the artwork uh, with, with this film. Is It was all in his head. Maybe it reminded him, like, Fred Durst, of when he, like, pulled out his crayons to write the script. <laughs> <laughs> you know, You know what, Luffy? <laughs> Mm. You're you're mean. You're mean, Luffy. Are you gonna spit all over me too? <laughs> Did you, you know see what? that bit where he's choking the the dude? 
Yes. And there's just this glob of spit. I did. <laughs> and it's just it's something that I find believable. Okay, look. Well, let's let's talk about the character of Moose because I feel like that is the biggest talking point of this movie as yeah. everyone sees it as unbelievable and and stupid and, and way overacted. I, I disagree. I think John Travolta did a good job here. Okay. <laughs> go on, go on, Lance. Apparently the Golden Raspberry Committee agrees with you. <laughs> I well, I liked I liked how he portrayed him because I have seen I mean personally I have seen um, oh yeah fans like this I mean I've gone I've gone to a ton of conventions Comic Con for example there's a million of these guys running around you're you're, Maybe not, you're, to the not, point you're to, not wrong Nez you're not wrong not to a point where they're going to be violent but there is those guys down there um that they have the awesome shirts in the backpacks and, and they just have all kinds of things because right. they want people to sign um I'll, I'll bring up stan lee for example rest in peace um the first time i had met him i was in a line to meet him there was a bunch of people there so and there was there was a guy in front of me just like uh moose he was like mm-hmm. oh man he was talking at first i thought he was talking to the dude in front of him but he wasn't he was talking to you know, himself like oh my god don't want him to sign this don't want him to sign that well what else is he gonna <laughs> sign Wow. That that's true. Mm-hmm. So I was, I mean, that's why I didn't. I'm not making fun of, of his character. I mean, because right. there there are people out there like that. So I was just like, whoa, because I was just sitting there like he turned around. Oh, what are you gonna get signed, buddy? Hey, man. And I was like, oh, I'm just gonna. I just want to meet him. That that's all I say, man. Right on. I mean, he was truly happy after he met Stan. He got the autograph. Like you could see the like. Oh my God! Like he touched the hand of God. And he was just oh, he was yeah, so happy walking away, looking yeah, at, totally. look, yeah, l- looking. Uh, I did too. I, I got a picture hold shaking his hand. But anyway, <sighs> um, so but it, it <laughs> I, <laughs> but I, I've seen, I've seen people like this. I mean, even, even uh, females, I've seen them just like this. If there's some kind of star, let's use one of the guys from um, Supernatural on how, oh, like their panties were in a bunch because well, they, they were so excited dreamy. because. Like uh the whatever whoever the tall one is with, with the the darker hair, he Same. touched my daughter's shoulder and yeah yeah him yeah that's my daughter's favorite he touched her shoulder and she was like oh my god he touched me I mean I mean that's how some of these fans are but I mean like but just for me personally seeing someone that acted like Moose I was like I I I believe all of this on how it was maybe that's how. Uh, Fred Durst brings himself in, into this role that because he goes all over the world with his band. And like I said, when they were like super big, I'm sure he had a ton of fans just like throwing stuff at him. Oh, I love you. And da, 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 da. and he, he, they're standing there with the backwards red hat and all this. I mean, so, I mean, there mm-hmm. is people out there like this. Uh, I don't know where where uh, John Travolta got uh, the juice to be this character or where he got his um I don't know, like how, who he, yeah, his method acting, how, right. <laughs> how, where he got, where where he got his juice from. But I mean, I, I'm only going from for me personally on the stuff that I've seen. Like when I met him, I didn't, I was, I was super excited, but I'm not, I'm not Moose. I'm not like, oh my god, I love you, I loved you and Blowout, and I loved you and Carrie. I, I didn't go off like that. I wanted to, but I was able dude, to keep he, it under control. Yeah, dude, he he probably experienced that a lot, right? Because he was like the biggest star in the world from you know the late '70s through like '85 or so. 
he he mm. was it. So he probably drew on a lot of inspiration from from those days, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Both both of them, Fred and John Travolta. Mm-hmm. True. Yep. Makes a lot of sense. So that is, in conclusion, very believable. We all just said. <laughs> so there's a couple of gimmicks. <laughs> there's a couple of gimmicks that I, that I always notice yeah. in lazy and bad directing mm-hmm. that always drive me absolutely insane. Both gimmicks were prominent in this film. Okay, shoot. Okay, this is the one gimmick, and this this is just the height of laziness. Okay, if you want to show that somebody has a problem with drugs or alcohol, or you want to show that somebody has a problem getting to sleep at night or living with themselves or dealing with life, you show a prescription bottle conveniently sitting on a nightstand or a stand right beside a chair. It's usually a chair in front of a TV in a living room, or it's on a nightstand by a bed. Did you guys notice that prominently in this movie? Totally. <laughs> and you can't, you can't miss it. And it's mm-hmm. like just hitting you over the head like you're a fucking idiot. That you can't figure it out on your own, so you have to see that graphic. The second thing, that gimmick that absolutely drives me out of my fucking mind. We've all seen lots of movies. We've all seen lots of horror movies, lots of suspense movies. But it doesn't get any lazier than this. At, at at the end of a movie, when when you've got, you know, the guy that 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 you think is going to get into trouble because of all the circumstantial evidence, and he actually committed a murder, whether it was intentional or accidental or manslaughter or whatever, but the cops just kind of assume somebody is guilty based on purely circumstantial evidence, with absolutely no follow up, no price to pay, no consequences. It's just like, oh, okay, well, you were there. You're standing there. She's here. She's dead. You obviously did it. Get in the car, buddy. And the other guy's scot free. That's the laziest bullshit ever. I hate when movies do that and you go through all this crap and there's no consequences for it at the end. And unfortunately, Mr. Durst, you pull both of these fucking boners mm. on this movie. <laughs> you fucking uh, drove me insane. <laughs> this is how I. This is how I saw that scene. Yes, he most got hurt. Uh, Hunter got hurt. The the maid was laying in the backyard dead. Hunter didn't know she was back there first of all. But if we're going to go b- back forward into more earlier in the film, when uh, Hunter was uh, making out with his, uh, his maid because she was t- telling can't, him can't about the, this him, crazy right? guy in the backyard. Yeah, but so she was kind of like, uh, but then she he, he went, I'm sorry, and we we can't do this anymore, or because that's what she told him, we can't do, do this anymore. He goes, all right. And he goes, I'm I'm I no means no, so let me go it away. But she had told, and she was probably friends, uh, with that guy. With th- this is how I took it, uh, with uh, the gardener or whoever that was. Maybe she told him, yeah, uh, me and him had this uh, an affair. But I I can see where you were mad, uh, Lance, because I was kind of like, hey, wait a minute. Didn't why didn't Hunter just tell the cops, hey man, there was this guy here, his blood's on me, and and all this. So I was, and there's his blood's in the house, and of course, yeah, no forensic came in and did anything. But I just figured that because when the cops looked at the gardener, he just and he looked at uh, Hunter, he kind of just like nodded his head, like yeah, th- this is the guy. So I don't know. Again, I mean, it it was kind of lazy writing. Maybe they were running out of money and time, so they just had to hurry up and wrap this film up. But 
Uh, I just took it as that girl had said something to the gardener, and the gardener was he probably loved the girl, and and now she's laying there dead. So maybe he maybe he got into a with Hunter at some point that we've never seen. I don't know. That's just me thinking uh, out of the box. But I mean that that's how I took this scene. But I, yeah, I do understand. Like it was just okay. You're here. This girl's dead. It's in your house. Uh, you're going to jail. And I mm. I just. And it, it it didn't sit right with me because, like, why didn't he say that there was someone else in my house? He kind of just got, got in handcuffs, sat down, <laughs> and then and just went to jail. Because no I was kind of stupid. Because believe gone. me, if that that was me, I'd have been. I would have had my lawyer and everybody up there said, "I'm not going nowhere until you guys figure this out." Because there's someone else's blood. Yeah, all blood in my house, and that's the guy that did all. Yeah, it's on him. Like it's like. <laughs> <sighs> plus, plus, there's also the fact that Moose took pictures of him inside yeah, Hunter Dunbar's house and making evidence it to... everywhere. Yeah. yeah, there's evidence there, right? Yeah. So I like to think that this movie, when it's finished, it, it, the story's not done. It's not told, and I like to think that maybe, maybe we get to. I like to think that maybe that in the end moose is eventually arrested and all that stuff that's 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 the way i think about it um it is a bit of a kick in the dick type ending if you are on the side of hunter dunbar which i i for for a little bit i I was but um because i feel for him I, i understand why he's angry and why and why he's he's been a dick much oh yeah sorry i confused myself um yeah I'm, I don't think Dunbar did anything wrong. No, he didn't. Uh, yeah, he, he if, could have if, handled it better. but Yeah, I guess. But what would you have done if there was some dude in your house with your kid in it? Oh, I would have, I would have probably killed the guy. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Like, I would have, I, done, yeah, I I would have like, done more we, than Hunter Dunbar. Yeah, can you please kill him? Can you hurry up and kill him? He's annoying. <laughs> well, here's a question for you guys. They're kind of like, I, I, I don't know, I don't get it, but... He's tied up to a bed. Uh, yep. He got mm-hmm. stabbed in in the chest. Uh, right. Scared half to death. Yeah. He has this big rumble with him. He just shots fired. There's blood everywhere. Why do you think Hunter just let Moose go? Because he just picked him up, gave him a towel, yeah, wrapped up his hand, I, opened, the, no opened sense, the door, and man. sent him on his way. Why do you I don't guys think he all. did that? Because Fred Durst is a bad writer. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I love it. Because That's her great uh, answer. All right, so he's the the whole movie. It's like Hunter's having a bad day. I agree with all that stuff. Like he's going bad, through some shit with his day. A, like, a bad year. <laughs> yeah, he's going through some shit with his wife. He's doing like an appearance at some fucking hokey store, like um, and he's just trying to get along with things, and then he only reacts badly because this dude pops up, and so like. He sort of gets revenge, and I guess he starts to feel bad. So I feel like Fred's trying to, like, build empathy for Dunbar. But then he writes the ending that's, like, makes us feel like, were we not supposed to feel empathy for Dunbar in the end? Because he lets him go to as, to, as if to say, like, oh, no, like, he was acting in the heat of the moment. But now that he's come to his senses, he's like, you know, this dude's not not all there. Like, just sort of help him out and just get him the fuck out of my house. Yeah. Um, 
But then the ending's like, nah, he got arrested, but fuck that cunt. <laughs> I I, th- I think that he saw Moose as not as threatening as he once thought, and picked him up, let him go on his way, and that, and then he called the cops to say, hey, this is what happened. The cops came over to his house, seen the dead maid, put two together, and then it's, it's kind of it's kind of like a, an upsetting ending where you're like, oh fuck that poor Hunter Dunbar. After all this, it, he's it was, the it one was that's cheap been... and easy. It yeah. was cheap and easy to show that ending, man. It, yeah, yeah, I, I'll agree with you. And, and much like much like Nez, this is the only thing that really bothers me about the movie is the ending. But it's not it's not an ending that I absolutely hate. It's just an ending I wish they written a bit tighter. Yeah, but isn't the ending the most important part of the of the movie? <laughs> I mean, yes. right? The way they tie it all together. Yeah, like a bad ending can ruin a good movie, let alone a not good movie to start. I agree. With. <laughs> yeah, I, I always save my score until I see how they they end a film. And mm. and an ending can push my score up or down three points easy. Wouldn't you oh, agree, yeah. Naz? Oh. Uh, um. <laughs> My, my, yeah, I, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, I I, I think so. I mean, yeah, ending does will either uh, save or ruin the movie. But um, in my opinion, I'm sure Tim agrees. This the ending didn't ruin the movie because there was so much uh, awesomeness uh, from in the beginning up to that point. But I I always just think this is what I always go to. I always go to they're just run, running out of time and they need to wrap things up. But I, I don't know. I've never been on a big production to where I know what's happening. Sorry about the screaming mm-hmm. kid, but um, yeah. <laughs> no, Sounds I, like Fred I, I agree. Ideas. <laughs> <laughs> I I agree. Um, and the the good thing, the, the great thing about this movie is it's so unpredictable, and there's so many twists and turns going into this movie. You could not predict what was going to happen. I mean. For example, the the maid dying. I'm sure no one saw that coming. Another example is when we see Hunter Dunbar tied to her, tied to his bed, and we see Moose laying in a pool of his blood. Like when I saw that, I was like, "Oh shit!" I actually believed that he he killed himself, and um, Hunter mm-hmm. Dunbar was left tied to the bed. But then the movie takes another twist, and it's Moose acting. <laughs> like most of my notes were oh my god or what the fuck (laughs) also i wanted a serial man movie we took similar notes (laughs) i really wanted a serial man movie i want to know what's going on with serial man oh i I did (laughs) notice serial man yes that was interesting i was like i want that movie (laughs) i want to say the adventures of fucking serial man Um, I do love all the horror reference movie, and there is so many. Oh. I mean, sorry. I can, I can I can see that, and then of course the jacket that he wore. Like I could see somebody wanting like uh, you know Schwarzenegger's jacket from the Terminator or something like that. You know, yeah. I can yeah. I can understand that. I mean, there's people like that for sure. My thing with that, I thought, is don't reference better movies than your movie. <laughs> that's hard don't, to do with don't make something. me think of like reservoir dogs and like friday the 13th right. and shit and be like oh yeah that's what movies are like <laughs> i thought yeah, yeah they have okay, you have a list. 
Yeah, it, so did I. Did I, not, I didn't. It did not look good at all. <laughs> but it said Rico on the back, and it was all bedazzled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it looked like something that like my daughter like would maybe make. Maybe had one of his kids do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, anything else that you want to talk about before I get to we get to final thoughts and yeah. Or... yeah. Um. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. I'm, I mean, I'm well, speechless. I think I'm in speechless. In... <laughs> I think in the end. Oh, the toothbrush I mean, thing. If yeah. if it. <laughs> Gross. If it Gross. played out the, sorry, gone. <laughs> if it played out the way everybody wanted it to play out, um, mm-hmm. uh, Moose would have went down. Uh, his friend Lee, Leah, or whatever her name was, she would have went down mm-hmm. because, let's just say they had Moose and, and they started questioning him. Mm-hmm. Of course he would have. Other than he would have been been scared he would have straight up said yeah she told me uh where he lived and then with how the law system is they would have drug her in and uh she probably would have well i didn't know he was gonna do this and then they they would always go back to the well you know he wasn't very stable so we're gonna put you uh into this murder rap and uh, you're going down as well Mm -hmm. so but uh that's that's what i figured if they would have the police did their police uh, work uh, which they obviously didn't uh, in this film, but I mean th- that's what I, w- I was thinking because if he 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 clearly all of us from what we've seen in this film, uh, Moose would have went down for sure if he would mm. if he would have just stayed there if um, if uh, Hunter Dunbar would have just beat him up some more to where he couldn't leave and I don't know how far his house was from I assume it was in in the hills to Hollywood Boulevard. Uh, that's what it felt like. He would have bled out. Uh, from his hand and uh, his head. His eye. So, but yeah, yeah, that's that's yeah. all sorts of infected and shit. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, he should have died, right? Yeah. In my in my my ending in my head that I had to write because Fred Durst couldn't. He's dead. Um, <laughs> I will say that this movie is so quotable. And there are times where I'm walking around yep. the house make, making dinner and just walk around just going, poppycock, poppycock. As, <laughs> as soon as he walks into the fucking store and he's like, I got a poo. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, my God, Tim loves yeah. this movie. That's awesome. That was the beginning, right? Yeah. At the beginning I'm, before he even got the jacket, right? Yeah. yeah. He, he goes, he's like, oh, I got a poo. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck, Tim's going to love this, unironically. <laughs> that, was, that was the first line of the movie. And that's when I knew, yeah, you're right. As soon as that line is in, I'm, I'm like, I'm hooked. It was highly yeah. so. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Uh, well, let's do final thoughts and and score. Um, Lance, we'll go with you first. Oh man, it's uh, it, it's no contest, dude. I mean, it, this this was uh, there last year was a great year for film. Wouldn't you guys agree? There were a lot of really, really, really good movies. It was very mm-hmm. difficult to come up with our top ten uh, list in 2019. Now, 2020 is it, it's kind of unfair to judge it, right? But if you can if you can take the first three months of 2020, I think I've already got a bottom ten list. I mean, <laughs> there have been so many shitty movies that have come out this year, and only mm-hmm. a handful of of good ones. But 
I mean, 2019 was a monster year for movies. Yeah. Um, but there were a few stinkers. Um, Black Christmas, right? Every- yeah. <laughs> what, yeah, what, what, what did you guys? Movie. What did you guys think of Black Christmas? We 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 are going to do a uh, an episode on Black Christmas. That I, I, I haven't seen it. N- um, I I want to rewatch it. <laughs> Let's just say that. But yeah, it's uh, it's a movie. Okay. Well, that was our first movie that uh, a guy on our podcast, Philip, actually gave a negative score to in in the en- entire option. history of our podcast. So he gave Black Christmas a negative score. It was my second. Uh, least favorite film of 2019. This one beat it. This one beat it. This Hell. this one won, but in a, but it, I give it the worst film of the year, but lovingly, if that makes any sense. I got gotcha. in the same in the same sense that I give the room. It really is a so bad it's good movie. Mm. Would it be fun to go back and watch this movie if I was drunk enough, stoned enough, oh, and yeah. tripping on lots of mushrooms and acid or something? Yeah. Probably be a lot of fun to watch. Sober, rewatching this movie was a chore. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. Really? A real okay. chore. A real chore. So, Especially where you know where all the beats are going to be and all the, 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 the lazy directing and writing. <laughs> all right, so if you could score it out of 10, what would you give it? It's a one. Oh, what? One out of God. 10. Or point no. five out of five. <sighs> okay, all right, take turn. Uh, Nez, I love. I mean, I've already uh, said what I had to say, but I, I thought this was an awesome film. I, I really loved it. Uh, can't wait to see what Fred Durst is going to bring to us next, uh, be it film, be it be, be it music. <laughs> um, yeah, vomit, um, <laughs> vomit on a plate. <laughs> uh, but. I thought he did a good job with, with what he had to do and, and what he had. I mean, I think, yes, to a lot of people, John Travolta is a huge star. As far as the kid from Final Destination and Idle Hands, I can take him or leave him. <laughs> but but I thought he did a good job of being this 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 asshole, a famous guy. But you still got to go to this he wasn't having a good time in his life right now dealing with his baby's mama. But I mean, I thought it was good. I really enjoy this film. If I'm going to give it a score, I, I can't give it a 10 only because the ending was just was half assed, but this is definitely a nine and I could watch this <laughs> high drunk, sober, movie. <laughs> everything. I thought this movie was awesome. And, uh, I, I, I don't see, I, I can see why people don't like it. And uh, brother Lance, I know I, you know I love you to death. I'll do anything for you, but come on, man, Pet Cemetery, well, come on. Anyway, anyway, I'd watch the Pet Cemetery remake seven times before I'd watch this. Oh, movie. No way. No, I, I, I've only seen it twice. No, three times, and that was enough. Um, but I thought this movie was awesome. I loved it. I mean, it, it, I loved it that much to where I own it. It's in my library, and I can throw it in when, when I feel like I need to see. Uh, uh, Moose in action again because I really enjoy this film. Uh, maybe, it sucks that the Blu-ray sequel, doesn't. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, it, well, maybe who knows? Because at, at the end, the drawing of a uh, Moose, he was a pirate. He had uh, the hook hand and, and the the eye patch. Like I'd like to see that. Oh, the further man. adventures Moose of Moose. On the high, Moose on the high seas. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm out, I'm all for it. I can see him out there doing it. But um, I mean, overall, man, this this film was awesome. I I loved it. Definitely a nine out of ten. Nice. Um, Daniel. Yeah. You want to go next? Chill. Um, I'm gonna have to double scale this one. Um, on an actual straight up movie, like this is a film that's supposed to be like well crafted and enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I give it like a two. Okay. Generous. Generous. Um, look, it didn't. It wasn't. It. I mean, some parts were a gruel, but overall, it wasn't boring, which I think is like that's that's what my ones lie. Either mm. they're boring or they um their message is like shit to me. Like if it like genuinely offends me. Yeah. Um but this wasn't, so it can have a two. Um but as far as like it being a film, it's terrible. Uh but on like the Velocipasta scale, it's totally a ten. This is so <laughs> much fun to watch. I love it. Like um it, it is it's room-esque i'd totally just fucking throw it on while i'm like playing my switch or something and just be like <laughs> what the fuck was he thinking uh so like yeah i don't know i guess like on the like i hate watching scale um but yeah I, I mean i love a good bad movie and this is definitely a bad movie so yeah i i'm gonna disagree with you i think i think you're mean um, I, I, I fucking love this movie. I'm, I'm exactly the same with Nez. Uh, this movie, this movie for me is much like the Greasy Strangler in which I can watch it at any time and be, um, be yes. ent- entertained. Uh, it's quotable as all hell. I, I still think that the performances are really well. I'm, I'm not going to sway, but I'm not going to sway by that. Um, this one is much like Nez. I'm coming in with a nine out of 10. I love it, man. I, I watched it again last night, and I could easily sit down and watch it again right now. Um, I think it's so much fun. So that said, would we all recommend it? Yes. I'd yeah. Velocipasta recommend it. <laughs> that was garbage. That that movie was so bad, I walked out of the screening. I couldn't even finish it. <gasps> oh, really? Yeah, that's rough. Yeah, but yeah. Joe had bad. It, it, you got to describe the situation, dude. You gotta. You can't just say that, Naz, man. You didn't you know, say I, it was I, like on a little twelve-inch TV screen or something like that, and there were people standing or something like that. You're like I can't talk. But more. it was. Got a poo. <laughs> but I mean, the movie to to me, I know a lot of people love this film. I saw it like before it, it got released on. VOD and all that, and the movie was garbage. Um, if it would have kept me interested, um, I well the seat I was in, I had to lean out into the aisle to see because it was on, like, one of those little <laughs> well, uh, one one of those one of those little screens that, that we had in school when they when they brought in the projector. Um, but I was kind of like, and people were loving this film, laughing their asses off and all oh, clapping, and me. <laughs> Myself, Brian, and um, Patrick, we were like, well, they probably couldn't. I saw a lot more than they could because they could only see the top of the screen. But I could, I was just like, this movie sucks, man. Let's go. And then then we left, man. Uh, So I had, no, that that movie's garbage. (laughs) Agreed. Lance, would you recommend The Fanatic? It's a must see. You, you have to see you have to see this movie at least once. If you consider yourself a true 
film completist and a and a suspense and horror movie completist, mm-hmm. you owe it to yourself to see this movie at least once. Yeah, agreed. All right, uh, just a, a two little things of trivia here that I found interesting. Yeah. Um, one of the celebrities, oh, sorry, on the celebrity at Finder, um, two names that pop up is Jack Torrance, obviously from The Shining, wow. and another. And another one is Tyler Durden from from Fight Club. <laughs> okay. Can <Fucking> wink. <laughs> um, another bit of trivia that I found interesting is Moose. Fred is, Durst has autism. Mm, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> um, so. Moose is John Travolta's favorite character he has ever played. Stop it. Really. <laughs> that was on IMDb trivia, and <sighs> I, I have heard reports that he loved playing this part. So yeah. Crazy wow. new. Yeah. Another crazy bit of information that you probably didn't realize, John Travolta wore a wig in this movie. <laughs> really? No, I was genuinely I hoping was... that was his hair. <laughs> me too. I could have sworn that was a real haircut. <laughs> I, I I think we didn't, we didn't even touch we didn't yeah. even touch on the on the wig, but the haircut style. But I, I <laughs> my first thought seeing that was like, wow, what the fuck is this? Are you jealous because you can't do it? I am a little bit. <laughs> I mean, I could probably get the wig, but yeah, totally with the wig. <laughs> All right, that was a little distracting. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but I got over it. <laughs> so that wraps it up for this episode of Horror for Dummies. Um, Lance, why don't you plug your stuff? Oh well, yeah, man. Thank you. The the horror returns. I mean, you can find us. Uh, we're we're mainly on Podbean, but you can find us uh, pretty much anywhere you can find any podcast, iTunes, etc. Um, we have a Facebook uh, page. We have a Facebook group, which I highly encourage anybody to to join. Which is just uh, the horror returns. Uh, at uh, Naz, where is it, dude? Help me out here, man. <laughs> <laughs> Brian sets all that shit up. It's all on Facebook. Just look up a Horror Returns. Other than Horror Returns, with their network, you got Saddle Up, and you also got the new show that Brian and I are, uh, are doing. It's called The Action Returns. We just covered um, uh, two films that John Lithgow was the the evil bad guy, uh, Cliffhanger and Ricochet. Ooh. But, yeah, that's what. Just look up. Just look up the Horror Returns on uh, there you go. Facebook, and, and you see it as as well as Twitter, Twitter and Instagram. Horror Returns. You'll find all that. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Great podcast. One of my favorites, The Horror Returns. I have so many podcasts to listen to now. <laughs> you do. You do. Um, Nez, do you want to um, explain your shows? You've got a few running up. Yeah, we got a, a ton over on the uh, Skater Nez podcast network. Uh, you can hear those on either Podbean, Apple Podcasts, CastBox, Stitcher, Breaker, uh, iHeartRadio. You can also hear our spinoff shows, over on the Anchor Network, you can hear it on Anchor and Spotify. Just search East Society. But for our regular network, Skater Nez Podcast Network, we got the Mac Nez Podcast. We got uh, a new show that just started uh, dealing with AEW wrestling called Dynamite Debris. Ooh, uh, nice. Taylor and his crew, cover, uh, they cover weekly episodes of, uh, of uh, AEW's Dynamite. Mm-hmm. And we also have uh, pretty much the main show uh, right now is the East Society. And there's other... Uh, the Zisu and I, uh, one of my br- brothers, 
we spin off into other things. We got uh, up to the challenge. We got a new show that's coming up. East Society presents uh, original remake. Tim, we got to work out a time where we can do your episode. Ah, uh, yes. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we're we're also on Facebook. Just search East Society or Magnus Podcast, and you'll find uh, links to the shows there. Um, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Magnus Pod, and you'll you'll find us all there. Always posting stuff. East Society is pretty much the main thing we're doing right now because uh, that seems to be uh, the favorite of everybody. But um, yeah, man, that's uh, where where you, where we are uh, with our shows. But really quick, I, I do want to mention this. I did mention that I met uh, John Travolta before. I met him once. Uh, I work at an airport in uh, Reno, Nevada, and uh, they have a um, an air show, basically just airplanes and all that flying around for everyone. But he he is a, a pilot, and he flew in his airplane. I don't know what kind it is. It, one of those big uh, jetliners, the passenger airliners. What? He flew. He flies one of no those shit. that he owns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. He's like Dickinson. He um <laughs> he flew Man. his plane in, and he need he needed us to uh to mm-hmm. push up the air stairs and uh and dump all the crap out of his airplane plane so he con- they contracted us so <laughs> we, we went over poo. there yeah <laughs> yeah had, we had to get all the poo out of his airplane <laughs> so, so um so we were like what john travolta really but when the plane pulled in we looked up in the window and there he was he was flying his plane so we were like oh cool no kidding. um he's probably i've met a lot of celebrities but he mm-hmm. is probably the the coolest out of all, all of them he came he's off his plane a, uh, a lot of pilots a lot of pilots do walk arounds to make sure mm-hmm. that they're planes were okay uh there was all of us i think it was about four or five of us there was uh, the police uh, airport police there and uh, someone from airport personnel to welcome him he walked around thanked everybody uh even the guys that were putting fuel into his plane he went up shook their hands and then he came over to us and we were all like oh cool but earlier in the day i found out that his plane was coming in and uh i remember i had grease on dvd in my truck so i I ran to my truck before his plane came in. I didn't know if he was going to sign it. I didn't really. I didn't know if he was going to. Ran like Chris come, Much less come out and meet us. Yeah. So, um, but as I was digging through my truck, I found I was. I got go to many conventions throughout the year. Hopefully, I can do that again uh, when this is all over with. But I got a poster. Uh, it was like a mini poster from when he was in that film, The Punisher, with um, Thomas Jane. Yeah, I and it was, it was, it was a. It was a solo poster of just John Travolta. I can't remember his character in the, in, the, in the film, but I took all those over there. He came up to us, shook us all, our, shook all our hands. Hey guys, thank you so much for helping me uh, bring my plane in. You guys are the best. I'm like, oh right on. And I, when he got to me, I was like, I, I said, is it cool, Mr. Travolta? And he went, yeah, sure. So he signed my Punisher poster. He signed my Grease DVD, and he was awesome. I mean, to go around to all these people that helped him bring in his plane. I mean, that was awesome because as soon as that was done, he got in his limo and drove off and then I never saw him again. But my reaction with him and able to talk to him just for those few seconds, I thought that was awesome. Uh, I didn't go as far as as doing what Moose did and follow him to his hotel or anything, but I thought he was an awesome guy. And he was was, was a real gentleman and he was thankful for what we did for him that day. Yeah, that's my story, Dr. Volta. (laughs) Yeah. In my yeah. eye. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. maybe he maybe he taught humility to uh, Fred Durst, huh? <laughs> maybe. <laughs> <laughs>
That's awesome. I love hearing stories about when um, celebrities are cool because you, because it's not often people tell stories like that. They usually tell the bad stories. So it's cool when you hear nice stories about that, about celebrities. Mm. Yeah. Agreed. All right, guys. Well, that does it for this episode of Horror for Dummies. We'll be back with something new next week. We don't know what that's going to be, but keep a, a lookout on the Facebook page. Um, thank. What? Matting layers. Oh, okay. <laughs> Lance and Nez, thank you so much for coming on, man. This show would not have been the same without you guys. Um, it was a blast to talk about this movie. Finally, I can tick it off the box as a movie we reviewed. Uh, <laughs> this was a lot of fun. So thank you so much, guys, for coming on. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, guys. Uh, yeah, thank you. All right, guys, until next week, thank you so much for joining us. Um, Daniel, say something. (laughs) (laughs) Poppycock. (laughs) Where's the queen? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not a stalker. (laughs) (laughs) Dip. It's just one of those days where you don't want to wake up. Everything is fucked. Everybody sucks. It's just one of those days It's all a